I would say like the biggest, I would say the biggest golden rule would be lurk first and yeah. get to know that content creator. Because again, like I said earlier, everyone's different and everyone has their vibe. And there have been so many people that I've like, you know, you just like you see them in like the first five to, you know, 10 seconds of a raid and you just assume that's who they are or first right. minute of their stream. and there's so much more or you catch them in like one specific moment and you can't just like gauge who they are or the vibe of their stream based on yeah. Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come on, share their stories, advice, and experiences. And today, I have Julie. Welcome. Hi, hi, hi. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. And what we uh, do to start things off is we do three rapid questions to get things flowing. And are you ready? Uh, maybe, my, but my brain cells might not be. That's okay. We can edit anything out. It's all good. <laughs> okay. All right. So how about the last movie or TV show you saw? Um, it was on the plane back from TwitchCon. I watched Wayne's World. Oh, classic. Yes. Such a good one. It is. Holy cow. Now, did you have that on your iPad or anything? Or was that on like the in-flight TV? Yeah, in-flight TV. Uh, they had it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're going out to eat to your favorite place. What are you getting? Oh, okay. Listen, you're obviously going to tell them Canadian Swiss chalet. I got to oh. get that quarter chicken. Absolutely. Quarter chicken white with fries and a Swiss chalet sauce. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I can drink that sauce. Uh -huh. Yeah. When we go home, we get the packets of Swiss chalet sauce. When we come back to the States, we can make it and you know, have it with our chicken and fries. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. It is. All right. And the best thing about living where you live. Um, I like that I'm close enough that I can do stuff if I need to, but I have a lot of solitude and, and peace. Like I redid my backyard a few years ago and I have like little foxes running through. Oh, nice. I have like the nice city experience too, so I can just go like downtown Toronto and and get stuff done if I want to. Nice, so it's not too bad. That's good. Yeah, Toronto's a beautiful. You got you've got so much culture, food, entertainment. It's it's a nice and it's clean too. Yeah, pretty 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 clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before you came onto the scene, and I've I've seen I think somebody called you the Tarkov mom. I, I don't know who did that, but uh, what did you do before you know? streaming on Twitch and, and modding for everybody. Uh, well, before that, it was I would say like before COVID and I worked in the entertainment industry for about 20 years. Um, I've done everything from radio. I was a tour manager. I worked at oh, wow. a record label. I worked at an entertainment marketing firm. Um, so kind of all over the place. I went to school for audio production engineering, um, entertainment administration and COVID hit and my work kind of wasn't as regular, you know, concerts can't really exist in that environment. I did have a day job, uh, working at a college. So I, I still do that as yeah. well. Uh, but that was my primary source of income. And that's kind of why I went to Twitch a little bit because it kind of scratched the itch of all of that lack of concerts yeah. and, and organizations. So 
Yeah, before that, it was a lot of entertainment. I oh, actually, wow. uh, you can't see it now. Hold on, let me unblur my background. All right. But, um, I've got a poster from North by Northeast Music Festival. Oh, no way. Cool. I'm a coordinator for that for quite a while. And um, yeah, I got a lot of people, a lot of my friends and some some really cool bands to sign it. Uh, oh, nice. Year, so, oh, yeah. cool. That's awesome. All right. So how about video games? When did video games start for you? Um, I would say like 1998. Okay. Um, uh, you can actually even before that, I had a Commodore 64, and oh I'm like God. a paperboy speedrunner. Like, <laughs> and there were nice. just two. Game. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like gorillas or something, and it's two gorillas that stood on rooftops and they threw boomerangs and bananas <laughs> at each other. Oh my God. And it, yeah, it was on like it was on Commodore 64. Yeah. So yeah, I I'm definitely like. Like I think Paperboy was my first, uh, like I would say, shooter. Oh, nice! <laughs> nice. Uh, but oh. yeah, I got, and then it was like I got a little bit later into like Doom and Duke Nukem. Yeah. Um, Wolfenstein was my jam, and then I I got Xbox and started doing like the Halo series. Yeah. So, oh, cool. A, bit, <laughs> a long time ago. Oh my! And now, when did you jump into uh, into PC gaming then? Um, I would say I got back into it. Pro- well, Tarkov would yeah. be like my. I, I did a little bit. Like I did Raft and a few other games, but Tarkov was my first FPS on PC. Which obviously I chose the easiest game to play. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> Oh my God. Not, yeah. not been challenging at all. No, not at all. And now how did you find it? What, you know, did somebody recommend it or you saw somebody playing? It's like, I got to try that. Um, I was actually seeing a guy that was playing the game and um, he didn't really know much about streaming. And so I started watching a lot of streamers to kind of get an idea of like what kind of channel points and like what what the game was about. Because it's so confusing to somebody mm-hmm. that's never really played it because you want to think it's like Call of Duty, but it's so not. Right. Um, so I started watching a bunch of streams to get into it. And then um Kings actually convinced me to get the game, and then one peg got me EOD, so that's how oh, I wow. ended up playing it. Yeah. Oh no way! Holy cow! Mm. Yes, yeah, and it's two different games: Raft and Tarkov. You know, <laughs> it's know. like I was like a Raft main, and then all of a sudden I started. Play- I only streamed like two hours a time at a time for like two days a week. And yeah. That, you, that's like half a raid in Tarkov. So, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know the amount of time you kit up and then get into the raid like it's one raid basically. So yeah. yeah. Oh. Man. Man. So now you're, you know, in your in your um, bio, it says you mod for everybody. So let's first of all, you know, what is a Twitch mod? Um, I would say somebody that in in my shoes, it's uh, somebody that supports and tries to because at the end of the day, for a lot of these people, it's their livelihood. It might be fun in games and it literally is. But it's their livelihood. So someone that understands that, for one. Uh, but I'm there for the streamer, and I'm there for a content creator and for a community. So I'm hoping to, you know, keep all of those people safe, uh, be entertaining as well. And for some people, I'm content. Like, yeah. just you know, especially, like, because of the caps. Like, it's something that <laughs> is content for people. Yeah. Um, and because I'm a bit of a smartass and a sarcastic person myself, like, despite the fact that it is a lot livelihood it is fun and games too so mm-hmm. i can have that sense of humor so it's uh somebody that kind of looks out for all of those things and at the end of the day is just there to back a content creator okay and now what made you you know be a mod what was the, the you know that itch to scratch 
Uh, well, like I said, I kind of do entertainment marketing. So yeah. I had, you know, I, I've done stuff like managed multi-million record or multi-platinum recording artists, yeah. YouTube channels. They have oh, okay. millions of subscribers. So, you know, I know that concept of it. And a lot of people that I mod for do know that. So they, they do pick my brain for a lot ah. of things. I am a wealth of knowledge because I have that and yep. it isn't far off from a lot of things that I do. So uh, I'm, I would say unique in that sense because I understand that hustle. I'm a content creator myself. Yeah. I understand what it takes to build relationships because my job in a lot of cases, I make unlikable people and unlikable things likable. Yeah. I make people want that. Yeah. So I understand that concept and I have given a lot of people advice based on that. Excellent. Yeah, I guess that's really true because, you know, with, with dealing with bands and whatnot, you're dealing with their brand just like a content creator you know you want they want to protect their brand and and yeah you've lived mm -hmm. both sides of that yeah oh that's cool and now who are some of the people you mod for um i'm i mod for people that aren't even affiliate yet it's all the way to people that have you know thousands of viewers yeah um yeah, I would say some of the more well-known ones would be like Trey, 24K, uh, Willers, Smitty Stone. We've got It's Reefy, Nixia, J. Bebe, Arson. I mean, the list goes on. Oh, my on. God. Holy cow. Yeah. That's awesome. It's about 100 people right Are you now. serious? Yeah. There's a, a website called Mod Lookup. I can send you the link. Okay. It show, it'll show you all the people that I mod for. You have to go all the way to, like, look at a hundred show show okay. to see everybody but yeah you can you can populate it by like views partner followers yeah. that kind of thing and you, you can see oh, there's that's uh, awesome. quite a few yeah i'll check that out holy cow and now you know who was who i guess your your ex-boyfriend was probably your first mod then i was to say who did you first mod for um, I was actually, uh, yes and no, but I would say the first person I modded for wasn't even a Tarkov streamer. It was my friend Epic Sabo. We yeah. were both on Mixer. Um, oh my god. I, I met him by chance through, I used to play Monster Hunter World on Xbox, and yeah. my friend Billy, uh, like, raided him on Mixer, and I ended up becoming uh his mod pretty much like immediately but oh. i would say doc dominus was the first one to mod me in the tarkov community and then yeah. reef was my like biggest cheerleader oh, when nice. it came to that stuff he basically like uh he convinced like well I, he told and demanded <laughs> <laughs> that like arson jay nix all of them like modded me and and like literally that day because they were all like in in a game together so yeah he's that group has probably been like my biggest cheerleaders yeah. so it's been really cool oh that's cool and now what is it like when these the streamers have the big day going on or i guess you know with people like trey they have a thousand people but mm. you know when there's drops or a big event and you've got ten thousand people is that just chaos essentially controlled chaos it is it is it can be a lot and it's really about knowing the person that you mod for because everyone has their tolerance level everyone yeah. has you know what they will and won't allow some people you know the word mommy is banned in their chat whereas yeah. some you know you call trey mommy milkers and he's okay with that yeah they're like it's totally fine so it's about knowing the threshold of the content creator and then knowing what they they are okay with and in in a lot of cases i'm an editor for people so things do get 
hectic for them. So I'm helping them run ads. I'm yeah. setting up squad, squad streams. Um, I know there was like uh, a few people with drops uh, for Tarkov, like Nixia raided um, Unfluffy Bunny. Yeah. And he immediately modded me. He's like, I, he, he had <laughs> 20,000 people. He went from, you oh, know, God, yes. he just went live to having 20,000 people in his stream, which is an extremely overwhelming ex- experience. So oh, um, he pretty much modded me right away. And then I just immediately went and started making a few commands that I knew he was going to need. Yeah. And I stayed with him. Like, I took a nap because it was about five in the morning. Oh, um, and then once I got ready, I still had to work that day, too. So um, I ended up like having a little bit of a nap and then just like, go, go, go. And it's like helping him answer questions. Yeah. And, you know, there are some commands that you end up having to make on the fly because he's a caster for evasion. Right. So I ended up making him like a caster once so that he wasn't constantly repeating that. He'd just say, you know, do exclamation caster. Yeah. And that kind of thing. So it can get hectic and it can be overwhelming and you always get the drop, the drops people, yep. uh, which is definitely, uh, they built different, those people. Uh-huh. So it can be a little hectic sometimes, but uh, it's really, it's really fun to see a diverse group of people and then not have the regulars, but also have like those drops people come back to. Yeah. So I'm still a mod for Bunny too. Oh, so. good. <laughs> nice. And now, you know, if, somebody's coming what is sort of the golden rule when people you know that you'd suggest people do who are coming into chat whether it's their first time watching a content creator or just you know what are some of you know what would you say are some of the rules that just some common sense things people should do that you see people don't do so often um a lot of people just don't really know not to like self-promote or talk about their own their own thing i guess yeah um, so I would say the first one would just be make sure that they're okay with that. Cause I've seen like even brands like partner, like brands that come in that, that sponsor streamers and they don't sponsor them and they'll come in to do TTS and be like, Hey, for the next like while, if you buy something from us and use this streamer's code, then you'll get 10% off and they have zero to do oh, with wow. it. It's like, yeah, That's not it, cool. it's like what the hell yeah no it, it's not even just like first time chatters it can be just like random people that should really know better yeah that don't oh man <clears throat> yeah yeah i had a uh, veritas on it and and you know he catches a lot of people who come in and, and what he said is like what drives him crazy people come in and they just right away go you know they just make that assumption as you know he's being an asshole but they miss that whole conversation it's like you know just yeah. sit and be in chat for the you know five minutes and get a feel of what's going on. Don't you know? Just don't come in spouting off stuff. Yeah, I would say like the biggest. I would say the biggest golden rule would be lurk first and yeah. get to know that content creator because again, like I said earlier, everyone's different and everyone has their vibe. And there have been so many people that I've like, you know, you just like you see them in like the first five to you know ten seconds of a raid and you just assume that's who they are or first right. minute of their stream and there's so much more or you catch them in like one specific moment and you can't just like gauge who they are or the vibe of their stream based on yeah. that and now you know over the years you've you've done this i'm sure every every streamer has a different different community and different uh you know different style of people that come into it but i've, I've heard that like some content creators is they have you know it's the weekends the weekends are wild for whatever reason chat is on edge or sundays are cool and just relaxing mm-hmm. what have you seen from like a modding standpoint um it really does depend like i'm a huge advocate of you attract what you put out yeah 
So like you will always have those weekend warriors because that's the only time that they can be at a computer. Yeah. And they don't necessarily always understand like the environment of Twitch. They might be a little bit tone deaf, which is fine. Mm hmm. But there, there are people that are like really, really good about that, and they're really easygoing and can handle that. And there's some people that just can't. And you know, then then I have to come into play, and I'll be I'll be that asshole that does yeah. it instead of the content creator. That way, they don't lose the vibe, and they can kind of skip over the comments while I I handle things or I try uh, to. Okay, that's actually yeah. that's a good point. I never even thought of that. Yeah, you can be that you know the bad cop or the bad parent, and ah, uh, that makes sense cool i'm i'm really easygoing and like for the most part like i i it takes a, i have a really long long set of patience so like my fuse goes per, like yeah so i it, i'll have a conversation i'll be that like stern mom that's like i will turn this car around we're not going to grandma's you're not getting the good candy today like yep. i will be that person if i have to so that they don't have to and that's yep. okay i'm i'm okay not being liked and sometimes it comes back to bite me in the butt but yeah. it happens okay <laughs> and now you said uh you know i, I we chatted you were down to san diego for twitchcon was that your first twitchcon it was yeah oh, wow. it was. so how was it what let's talk about it oh man it was so much fun the the cool thing i can say is like it didn't matter whether you were a partner an affiliate or a community member like we had the police officers there were one of them was a tarkov streamer and like oh, no he was one of us like it was really <laughs> cool he's actually in one of the group photos too but it was just really cool because we we're all like they're hanging out like you could text or like message somebody or like put out a tweet being like i don't know what's going on and you'd have like 20 people respond and there's like no egos everyone's willing to hang out like it didn't matter how many views you had or if yeah. you were a streamer or content creator or not like everyone was there hanging out and it was just a really cool vibe and that's one of the main reasons why i love this community and why i mod for people in this community because it really was cool to see people that you know, you would be scared to walk up to in a normal setting and they're just like sitting there shooting the shit with whoever yeah. that would walk up and talk to them. And it was really awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think we I think we as the Tarkov community, I think we have something special with the with the game with I th and probably because it's a mature crowd, older group of people that are playing this. I, th I th <laughs> think that probably lends to why it's and it's it's so not miserable not in a bad way but it's just so defeating sometimes and we all commiserate yeah. together and feel that suffering but it is it's you know it's really been the the only community i've been a part of and i've got nothing but great things to say about the people yeah like it's uh one of those it's you either have a toxic game with a good community or you have uh, a good game with a really toxic community and i feel like tarkov is the first one you know it's got a really really good community we all kind of like suffer with each other instead yeah. of to each other and be miserable at that person and with each other it's just right. kind of cool yeah so this is so this was your first time really meeting a lot of the people you mod for in real life yeah it really was and it was a really cool experience it everyone was so welcoming and so sweet and nice yeah. and just like grateful that i helped them out so it was really nice to like feel that in person yeah oh cool now what yeah. was what was you know coming away from twitchcon what would you say was the biggest highlight for you um i'd have to say well 
it sucked because I missed the photo, but Amy Cakes and I leading up to the uh, like leading up to TwitchCon were trying to get people to meet up. So we were like I was messaging a bunch of people I mod for and she was messaging a bunch of her friends. And we're all trying to get that. So pestily tweeting it out and then getting everyone there probably because without him, we probably we would have had people show up for sure. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been that big. Like literally everybody that had anything to do with Tarkov was there. And it was really, really cool oh. to have everybody meet up and be in that space together. That is awesome. Oh, man. So now you said you started streaming with, was Raft was the first game you... you <laughs> yeah. Now, what made you go live to begin with? Was it just COVID and you wanted to just, you know, you were stuck in, in the house and wanted to, to communicate and have some fun with a different group of people? Uh, well, I used to play with my friends and while they streamed and they would often get the question like, what's her Twitch? And then they would get, you know, the whole like, why aren't you streaming? Why are you streaming? Oh, so, yeah encouraged me to do it they're like yeah why aren't you streaming so i did start and i again i i did it for two hours twice a week and now i'm up to three days a week and i do about six to ten hours depending on how moldy i get on tarkov <laughs> um, but yeah that was kind of what did it they just kept encouraging me to do it and now I have uh, so many people that I mod for that really believe in me too. And, and they're the ones that are kind of keeping me going and, and getting me there. So it's really cool that, uh, you know, I had people wanting me to do it before I even considered it myself. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And you have, you know, really, you have your own community now too. I feel like it's kind of my own, but it's just the Tarkov community yeah. in general because like, I, I, there's a lot of comments that I get and it's like, wow, I didn't know that you stream too. Like, wow, the, the Tarkov mod streams. And I don't like, I don't talk about it in people's chats unless it's yeah. brought up either. I, and I do feel bad because sometimes I'll be in a stream and I'll be like, whatever, just like typing and someone will be like, oh, are you streaming today? And I feel so weird, like mm -hmm. answering that question, but I don't also don't want to ignore it. So right. I don't like I don't even know what to do in those situations. But uh, sometimes it's kind of strange because I am mostly known as the mod and then people don't really know that I stream, which is fine. Yeah, um, I, I really do have a passion for modding and I think it's a lot of fun. So oh. I kind of get a balance of both. Yeah. And now that first time you went go live and you had that stranger come into your your stream. What you know, how was that experience? I wanted to throw up. <laughs> oh, no. But I also eat crickets on stream, so a lot of things make me want to throw up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. And why crickets? Uh, I made a wish list because uh, I wanted things to, like, improve my stream. Yeah. So I asked my friends to look at it to see because I didn't want, like you know, a dresser or that kind of, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like, whatever. I wanted it all to be like stream related. Yeah. And like, well, why don't you get like the, that, the really hot chip or like the bean boozle. And then one right. of my friends suggested crickets. So I put it on there and then that moron bought them for oh. me. So I had to do it. And it's just been a thing ever since. Do you have, um, ranch? Yes. Ranch. So there's a ranch flavored soda. Okay. You, yeah, you got to put that on your. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go to I, Amazon I like and yeah. DNA food is bad enough. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> I, there was actual mac and cheese lemonade at the CNE this year. It's actually just oh, I can't even fathom that. Oh, that's like ketchup and don't mac and cheese. No, that's just they bad. They had a ketchup lemonade too. Ooh. That's, yeah, I know. Nightmare fuel. Yeah. Like, I love my ketchup chips when I come back home to Canada. I was surprised this last, over the summer, I saw ketchup Doritos, which that's pushing mm. it. But, 
Yeah, you know? no, no ketchup and eggs, no, and oh god, as a lemonade, no, thank yeah. you. Now, now I make the joke that I eat crickets, so when you're in your night raids, you don't hear them anymore. So <laughs> you know, if you don't hear crickets at night, you're welcome. I'm doing you a service. Oh, so now, you know what? In your opinion, what's some of the harder things about you know streaming and going live? Oh, God, audio, things going wrong. Like every single time I open up OBS, it's on the wrong monitor. Yeah. My scenes are all jacked up. They're always the wrong ones. Um, those, the technical part, the rest of it, like, it's just more nerves. Like, yeah. I get, I, I'm like an introverted extrovert. <laughs> like for me, like I think a lot of people in streaming, like, or at least like gaming they got like bullied growing up and yeah. so they're more like introverted and a lot less like social so for me it's more of a skill that i developed over time instead of a characteristic so yeah. that runs out after a while so um it's just being able to like maintain because i'm a pretty chill person and yeah. you know i smoke weed and i just, like i die and i laugh and i don't really care but the majority of my my fears are just technical stuff yeah. not working properly okay but like you know you come from that music production industry that you know live that's that's intense that could be crazy and whatnot so mm. you know probably just we're more relaxing on on twitch streaming live yeah, but I'm, I'm always side stage i'm never on stage i'm always yeah. the person like plugging <laughs> the mics in or you know behind yeah. the desk with the little knobs and the faders. I'm not the person on stage putting themselves out there. Yeah. I do like streaming because it is me on my own terms, whereas like modding for people, I'm following their rules and their vibe. Yeah. So I do like that freedom nice. uh, of it, but it still is really intimidating. It, it is really, whether it, there's like one person that I'm talking to, zero people, or, yeah. you know, someone raids me and I've got thousands, it's still, I get that pit in my stomach before I hit that button. Yeah. And now... What about that? Those times when you get raided with a thousand people. What you know, your first time that happened. Being a mod and having thousands of people is, is different than actually now you have a thousand people looking at you and and you know looking for reactions. What you know, what is that experience like? Absolutely terrifying. Trey was the first one to raid me and like with a large number of people and yeah, I. I almost cried like I couldn't oh, no. handle it. It was it was like it was really overwhelming because I like I know what that's like, but yeah. I don't actually have to experience it myself. Like, right. I talk with those people. So I'm always words on the screen. I'm never the face. There. Yeah. So, yeah, feeling that was very intimidating. For, for him, though, it's like it was like a build. So he went from, you know, zero to 10 to yeah. 50 to 100 to whatever. But for me, it went from like, you know, I had 10 people to a thousand. So that's a very overwhelming experience. Oh God, yes. I never I never had the progression that he did in that. Yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> uh, and now you being a mod, you know, when you're the live live, you know, you're the live uh streamer and now you have your own mods it's got to be like hey you know that's not you know you do mod you know the way you mod people are they you would probably have a, a higher level of expectation from the mod you have or mine are pretty chill and i have the mix it up bot which poses as me so like all of my stuff is done as me in my channel so i don't even have like a proper like stream elements <laughs> or anything like that in there it's kind of funny but no i'm like my streams, like I said, I'm, I'm, it takes a lot for me to ban a person. Like I've had people because I, um, 
mod for people and i tend to be the one that like lays down the law yeah uh, you know i've had stream snipers and which it's my second wife you really don't have to stream snipe me you just be in a raid be a scab <laughs> in a raid like i will die yeah but i've i've had some or like racist comments because my name is j-e-w-l-e-e -E. yeah um yeah uh, so there's like the few and far between people that do that but for the most part it's pretty chill and i don't have like a lot of rules like literally when you click on my profiles don't be a fuckstick yeah <laughs> as long as you aren't a fuckstick we're good yeah but yeah you bring up a good point you being the you know that strict mom that you know for people's like once you go alive you you probably have sometimes there's a target you know i'm just gonna go in you know you ban somebody or whatnot and now you're got you know you got a target maybe sometimes on your stream mm -hmm. yeah i've been follow botted um people have threatened to dox me i've been stream sniped i've had people flood my chat with like really out-of-pocket messages yeah um yeah it's it's definitely happened a few times so uh. i've definitely been a target uh especially like even on twitter i'll get tagged in something because like i used to talk to some of the devs and get people like banned in yeah. the game and that so i'll get tagged on occasion in like posts and stuff and then um there there was like one specific person they got outed for cheating and i was his mod and it, before anything really was like revealed whether or not it was true i was being attacked by oh, wow. people wow you're a shitty person for supporting a cheater and it's like well there isn't necessarily a hundred percent proof and like obviously it did happen they yeah. did cheat and that's fine but like the fact that i was being attacked and i was having people dm me people threatening wow. me over it it was really messed up and that's it, it right. does happen yeah was, yeah there's some shitty people out there there's no no need for that um, like, i want to believe in the best in people so i'm not going to assume that that person's cheating just because like one accusation pops up like i need proof because right. in the situation like that it's that person's livelihood it's that person's reputation it's also mine too which i understand but uh you know attacking me isn't going to make that person any more or less guilty yeah and also as a mod you can't really you know you may not even be able to tell that he's cheating so you know, that's, yeah, that's, you're just guilt by association. It's my second wipe, okay? I watch a lot of Tarkov streamers, but, like, I don't catch everything. Right, yeah. Uh, and now, you know, something else that's, you know, I've had um, a bunch of other lady streamers and content creators on the pod, and we talk about Tarkov being a really good community for females. What's your take on it? Um, I think it is. I think there are a lot of people that support the female content creators. We are not obviously as big as the male content creators in terms of like just the amount that exist yeah um but the really cool thing is like yeah nixia created like the chat ads and the discord i mod in her discord as well yeah. for that um but it's really cool because we try to look out for each other so if there's like some guy that's doing some weird stuff then we can talk about it yeah if someone's having like a really tough day we can support each other and we can do it in a way that as much as we appreciate that the guys want to be there for us like they can't do certain things and that's yep. fine yeah uh, but there is a lot of support from males too like they really do back us and it is really cool that like there isn't this real weird divide no there's right it's it's everybody who i've had on talks about the fact that we have so many kick-ass females in the Tarkov community. And it's just, you know, it's, yeah, there's really, like you said, there's no 
you know, separation. Everybody's, you know, in this community together. Uh, but about the Chadettes. So the Chadettes, what is the Chadettes for those of people, people that don't know? Uh, we're a stream team of female content creators, primarily Tarkov, but really any game. Um, we have a Discord. Um, sorry, I'm just going to cough. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, we have a, a Discord, and basically we're just uh, you know, a bunch of girl gamers just trying to make it out there. Um, it's really cool. Like I said, it's like a huge support system for yeah. each other. We have like Taco Tuesdays, and we we recently did a charity event for the American Heart Association, so two weeks of streaming. I was a part of it. We raised a buttload of money, which was a lot of fun, and nice. we all put ourselves out there. It was really, really cool, and um, hopefully we get to do something like that again. But, yeah, it's just like a place where females can support females and that people know that, you know, because – sometimes like I am words on the screen until you see me on camera. So yeah. the fact that you can like click and see chat at like, Oh, okay. She's a female streamer. So yeah. it's really cool. Excellent. And it's, and yeah. you don't have, you could be a brand new person to Tarkov. Just, you know, be, be a female, you know, be a female in the community. And it's, it's yeah. your, you know, you can just, you know, sort of sign up or whatnot. And you, you have a support, a support team right there. Yeah. Females and those that identify as females yeah. and, um, it's yeah, it's really cool. We have there's a lot of us in there now, and it's it's mostly tar Tarkov, but yeah, yeah, there are people that don't play Tarkov and had never even picked it up and and tried it. So yeah. it's really open to just anybody that you know is a female that needs support. Excellent, yeah, because it's you know some you know it's it's a place you can go to people who can relate to what they're doing. You know, other people who are streaming and creating content. Um, mm -hmm. You know. And like you, I think you mentioned earlier, if you've got some weird person in this community, you now you can spread that and share it and, you know, just look out for each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. And now, you know, since you've been a chatter, is there any instance where you're like, wow, that's pretty cool, you know, or the, a moment where they really, you know, you were glad they were there to support you in some way? Uh, well, I would say when we all got together and did like the charity streams. Yeah. It was uh, scheduling. Like, Nixia kind of oversaw the whole thing, and so for her to, like, organize and schedule all that was really cool, but we all try to, like, support each other, show up in each other's streams. We're all, like, donating to each other and hanging out, so it was really cool to kind of see. Uh, and, like, people that weren't even doing the charity event just coming in and hanging out as chatettes, so we're all, yeah. like, uplifting and supporting each other. So that was really cool that, like, even if they weren't, donating or even chatting just the fact that they were there putting it out there like i did i had tweeted about it and i had a lot of the chatettes like really jump on it and talk about it so it's really cool oh awesome and now if somebody wanted to sign up how would they go how would they reach out and you know get involved um if you see the chat at like you can click on the chat at stream team just like yeah. go to anybody you can ask us in our chats you can ask us on discord you can message anybody and uh we'll send you the discord link and nixia has to be the one to send the uh the uh team invite but yeah, yeah it's open to anybody so as long as you uh reach out to any one of the chat ads it could be anybody yeah awesome all right so tarakoff what has been what's the hook it has for you that you know makes you play the game it's such a challenging game and i've never been one to take the easy road i guess yeah <laughs> so uh i you know i went for the game that shows me i love abusive relationships <laughs> and i play the hell out of it yeah but i th yeah i think it's just mostly the challenge the fact that there's so much to do and there's so many ways to play the game that you know 
uh, it gives you a variety of things, and it's never the same. No two raids are ever really the same. So yeah. you can spawn in the same spot, and just like everything's completely different. And now, what was the hardest thing to to learn or grasp about the game when you first started? Um, still doing it, but map knowledge. Yeah, map knowledge because of like this this the situational awareness. Yeah. And now, what is your what is your least favorite map you like you know, you have to play? Uh, I would say like woods or shoreline. Yeah, and your favorite? Uh, customs. Uh, okay. Yep. Nice. Interchange is a very very close second. I love interchange. Yeah, they just got to fix the lighting. I just you I, know it's too dark. Uh, I spawned in once. This was before I got a new computer. Yeah. Um, and the shadows didn't load, and it was just the most bright and beautiful. Oh my god map i'd ever seen in my life oh nice now when you play do you play solo or do you play with a squad i mostly play solo but um i have like it's because i'm newer and i know what it that it's such a challenging game that it does take like a special person to want to play with like newer players and be patient so like in theory a lot of people want to play with me but in reality that's you know it it, it might not always be the right fit. So, yeah. and there are people that understand that. So there are people like Trey, for example, like that guy's cracked out of his mind. Would him, <gasps> him and I ever duo? Probably not because that is just like such a mismatch. Yeah. But I, there are so many people that I would game with or that would game with me. And I'm not saying that he wouldn't. Yeah. It's a huge meme in his chat about us playing <laughs> together just because we're so opposite. Yeah um him being good and me not being good (laughs) um but yeah like it's it i i do want to play with more people and i feel like once i get better more map knowledge learn how to actually build guns and get good i will be a better teammate and i will likely expand my horizons and play with more people yeah and it's like a double-edged sword because i want to play with people because it's so much easier to learn the game that way but also i don't want to like get handouts and i don't want to like sit in a room while someone else fights right that does happen a lot to me too because i am newer yeah i don't i'm gonna die to stupid shit i would just let me yolo and die to stupid shit i get it just ensure my stuff's insured (laughs) it's fine you know the one thing that you know this game does have is bsg has their sherpas which i think is so cool to have to you know for people who are brand new and don't have a community that can just you know learn the game that way so that's a nice i think that's a nice thing that bsg has done yeah yeah, yeah, they don't have a tutorial or instruction manual, no. so they need something. <laughs> Absolutely. So this is your second wipe. Were you part of the f- first full wipe, or is this your really first full wipe? This is my full second wipe. My first wipe, I had half a frame per second. As I mentioned, I yeah. had a really crappy computer. I couldn't play this game. Like, it was literally unplayable for me. It was a slideshow presentation oh, God. of a slideshow presentation of Tarkov. <laughs> oh, so my first wipe was when all bosses were on reserve and yeah. that's literally like the first day i played oh my god so i played like two, a couple of raids and then that was about it yeah. so last wipe was my first full wipe and this is my full like second one yeah and now what you know so do you focus on quests right now or are you really just you know gaining map knowledge and and all of all the different maps and and whatnot um, last wipe, I was more focused on quests because my goals were to max traders, max karma, and do 100 PMC kills, which I reached those goals. Nice. Um, this wipe is to learn all the maps, except for labs. I want to focus yeah. next wipe on labs and just do, like, a lot of labs gaming. 
So this one is just like map knowledge and yeah. that will become like situational awareness and then like a little better at PVP. Like I've already I'm almost at like 100 kills now, which it like it took me a while to get there last wipe. Yeah. Did. Oh. <laughs> oh. Now, have you ran into the bosses at all? I have uh, once, yeah. and they immediately yeeted me. Oh, no. Like, if you're talking about, like, the goons. Yeah, the goons. I got yeeted out of existence by Bird Eye within, like, a, he saw me. I didn't see him, yeah. and then I saw his name on my kill screen. That's how that happened. <laughs> Customs. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah, I wish they'd crank the uh, the percentage that you would see them. I've, I've seen them once, I think. And, yeah, you know, for something that they put, take so much time of putting into the game to not run into them a lot it's like it's kind of you know it's disappointing and same with cultists is another thing that you know you run mm -hmm. at night and it's very rare you run into those guys and i think that would be a huge you know just that's so scary running at night and having these things floating around yeah and they're so quiet it's so spoopy yeah absolutely I I do think that might change though. Like everything they introduce, they kind of like introduce it and tweak it. Yeah. So some things might work and some might not. So I think it's not running the way that they're expecting it to, and that's why it's running the way that it is. But once they start introducing more things and kind of fixing it, I think that things will improve. But yeah. I don't think it's like the first iteration of of the goons. No. No, I think you're right. So now I see you're, you're having an affiliation with Ethos and uh, Stints uh, Computers. Yep, yep. Um, Ethos, basically, like if people want merch, I'm someone that they can connect with to. Um, I actually don't have my own merch. I'm super scuffed. Uh, <laughs> but if people want merch or looking for it, um, I can help them set up a store or help them get set up with it. Nice. And with Stints, Stints actually built my current computer because, uh, as I mentioned before, Nick's J. Reef and Arson raised money within their communities and bought me a computer. No way. Yeah, oh I, I woke up. From, I woke up from a depression nap, and my phone was going off, and I kept getting all this PayPal emails. And I'm like, oh, it's just like those whatever like spam emails. Yeah. And then I like I go to my computer, and I had a broken SSD and a broken GPU. Oh. I couldn't. Like I said, Tarkov was unplayable. I'm trying to load into a, a raid with Reef. Yeah. And I crashed twice. He did. He played an entire raid, two raids before I even loaded into that one oh, raid. Oh my god. It was it was awful. So they raised money. I, I went into their chats and all of them had exclamation Julie as the title. Yeah. And $2,000, about $2,000 Canadian got raised. And initially it was to fix my uh, GPU yeah. and SSD. And then Stintz was like, well, I could just, like, I went to him for yeah. the computer build. And he was like, well, I'll just build you a computer, like, I'll, it, it, with the money that you've raised. Yeah. Not only that, but his employee, Roddy, um, got me a Go XLR. So I ended up having that a computer, a Go XLR, and this mic, all with, oh my God. within a really reasonable price. Yeah. And I don't see any other people doing that. No. So that's you know, so cool. I, that's why. And then I asked him, I was like, well, can I be an affiliate? Because, like, I want to rep you guys because I'm not going to rep people that I don't believe in them. Right, yeah. I, I don't want to have, like, a promo or a code or something for something that I don't believe in myself. That's yeah. why I only really go with him. Yeah. Because... From the start, they were there, and, you know, he even said, like, well, if you need this, it's going to cost more, but I'll just eat the cost, and it's fine. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, like, my God. No, one's, no, one, no business I would know would be willing to do that. And, yeah. like, yeah, Roddy got me this GoXLR and this mic for an incredible deal oh, as man. well. Like, 
Yeah, so they're definitely people I stand behind and I really value them and the relationship that I have with them. I've heard so many good things about them. You know, when that other shady computer company went down, left people hanging, they stepped in, you know, talking to Sigma, they've backed the evasion, they partnered together and and it's just, they they are such a a stand-up, reputable company. And so it's nice to hear. Well, that one other company that you're talking about is one of the TTSers that I was mentioning earlier, how they would just go and first time chatter message. Hey, did you know that right now we're giving away on our channel? Come. So I brought up their stream in mine and I was like, Hey, did you, Hey, I'm giving away, uh, insert your brand here keyboard on my stream i'm live right now and i got banned from their chat and the person the first time chat message said why did you promo on your chat and i said well why did you promo on mine right oh my god yeah i don't get it not at all yeah. oh my so um what so you've you started with raft when it came to streaming and then you came to tarkov and did you spend any time in the raft community um, not really. Like I mostly just gamed with my friends. Yeah. Um, I played a, like, I played raft, um, Jackbox party packs. Yeah. Like, I did a lot of different stuff. So there wasn't there like your community when you do like multi games is you and there isn't really like, I don't know. I, f- I felt like I wasn't like a raft streamer. Yeah. I wasn't like box streamer or whatever so i i didn't feel like there wasn't anybody that i could really talk to in them so it was really tarkov that had like the open arms with yeah. me oh nice okay so now when you sign off you're not streaming you're not modding what are you doing what's you know what's life away from your computer um well i have two cats which they're amazing and i love them yes um so i spend some time with them but yeah, I, like I said, I spent about 20 years working in the music industry. I'm constantly around loud noises. Yeah. So um, I made my home a place where I want to be. So I spent a good amount of my hard-earned money and I redid my backyard. So I've got a pool, a hot tub. You know, when there's a thunderstorm in mm-hmm. the in the summertime, I go out there, I spark a joint, I sit in my hammock and just like watch oh, the nice. thunder roll. So I'm just like a really chill. I like quiet. Yeah that kind of thing now so not in the occasional time like i'll hang out with some friends but i'll do like bowling now that like covid's done i can go bowling again (laughs) (laughs) go to the movies or something yeah and now you know since you spent so many years in that music industry do you ever go to concerts anymore or you're like i don't want to deal with that yeah I actually went to my because I concerts didn't really exist. So it was something that I was really missing. And I finally in July, I went to see Bad Omens, uh, Day to Remember, Beartooth. And it was a hell of a show. And I'm excited. I can't wait to go to my next show, which is uh, going to be them again. And then I'm going to see Motionless and White at the at the end of November. Oh, so nice. I'm excited. Yeah, very cool. Ah, And now what's uh, any plans for this year? Any things you're, you're looking forward to doing? Um, a few concerts. Uh, beyond that, like I know Trey's gonna have his birthday coming up, and last year his birthday was a huge slam. So I'm excited to to be a part of that again. Yeah, uh, nice. It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be really fun. But it, honestly, it's just like mostly uh, just getting back into like actual IRL stuff because it's been missing for so long, and yeah. just slowly getting back into that. Nice. All right. Well, hey, you survived the podcast. Now, before you go, though, you got to call out somebody. Who are you calling out that you think has a good story and should come on the pod? Um, hmm. Trying to think of somebody 
I don't, um, good Lord, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> I know. Is there a chat ed or somebody you mod for or somebody you're not, you don't mod for, but that you watch? Um, yeah, Miss Dunk. I don't know if she's been on. I've had Miss Dunk. And oh, okay. She, um, yeah, she had a, I'd love to share this story. She, when she was in moving from wherever she was moving from to Oklahoma, um, her dad gave her, built her a car, but the car never had a horn. She was driving around with no horn, but when she moved, I think, to Oklahoma, she had to get it inspected, and she had to get a horn installed in her car. I was like, oh, my God, that was the funniest. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, if not her, Bearkey, because Bearkey is, she's just hilarious. All right. Very entertaining. All right. Well, may need some help twisting her arm, but yeah, Bearkey would be, we'll aim to get her on. Uh, Well, Julie, thank you so much. It's been awesome to meet you, and thank you for taking the time to do this. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I had a lot of fun. I was I had a nervous again, <laughs> like the nervous pit. But no, this was great. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate the fact that you thought of me.